0: Hey, you got him with this one, Doc. It's so, so full. Let's take him back. Come on. Hey, remember back in the block, in the summertime when the sidewalk got so boiling hot, that the heat from the street almost melt your flip flops, or burn through your new shoes and leave you. With holes in your socks, our city slickers. There was no water in spots, so we'd head to the corner. Mr. Warner would knock off the knob on top of the hydrant. drink. We was riling on the side what of apartment lots. the apartment. Welcome, welcome,
1: welcome back. All my doodadders, future fathers, potential parents, and everyone else tuning in. Thank you again for checking out. This week's episode of Dad Hard with a podcast. Yes, it is episode 11. We are surpassed of the double-digit mark. Uh, It was fantastic. This whole ride has been fantastic. Uh, And as always... Thank you, everybody, for tuning in every week, uh, checking me out, listening through, giving me the feedback, and really, really enjoying the content that that we're providing for you over here, um, we, me, and myself, and my fellow dads that we we talk to uh, every week. Uh, it's been a fantastic journey for me um you know, and I don't mean to get too emotional or sentimental or whatever, but you know this week we're going into Thanksgiving, and that always makes you reflect on everything so you know uh, before I get started, I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving out there um you know, it's gonna be my first thanksgiving with with the baby um and that's gonna be a whole journey in itself uh but we'll get into that a little bit later, but Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there, um, you know, I I hope like me, you all take this time to really reflect on the last year and what you're thankful for, um, obviously I'm thankful for my daughter and my wife and some other things and and I'm thankful for all of you guys for, like I said, continuing to to check me out and show me nothing but love for doing this whole podcast thing and, uh, and sharing my experiences with you guys and giving me the opportunity to share the experiences of other dads, um. And while we're giving thanks, I want to give a big shout out and a thank you to my friend Ari Michaeli for coming on the show last week. Um, I really love the conversation that we had. I just think that it's so interesting and I can't even imagine myself being in his position so far away from any type of family. So Ari, A-Rose, you Sophia, keep doing what you're doing. You guys are fucking fantastic. Uh, And thank you again for coming on the show. And, uh, you know, as always, if you want to connect on the fatherhood brotherhood, hit me up, dadhardpod at gmail.com, the Instagram at dadhardpod, you know, and uh, the Facebook, facebook.com slash dadhardpod. And coming up in December, we'll have a .com. It's, it's bought, it's paid for. We're going to have a .com, we send it to you. And by dot .com, I mean like it's like an actual like homepage or whatever. But it's going to be crazy. Um, big things are happening over here on this side. Um, and uh, and I just can't wait to continue to grow and, and, and get this project going. But thank you again to Ari for coming on. Um, to start, I want to talk to you specifically, Ari, because I should have listened to you a little bit more when you said that the sleep regression is real, because it is fucking real. I have not slept all week. My wife has not slept all week. We have tried to flip flop sides of the bed every night to see who gets to sleep next to the baby, uh, making bets and shit. If you're right, then I'll sleep. If if you're wrong, then you'll sleep. Or vice versa on that. But um, and she has just going backwards. I was so convinced that she was going to be this great sleeper because she's been such a great sleeper, 12, 13, 14 hours a night sometimes, you know, um, with no problems, no sleep training, no nothing. And all of a sudden, literally the day after I put that episode 10 where where Ari talks about the sleep regression and, you know, get her out of the room, put her in her own room. um, Of course, I didn't listen because I'm stubborn and I thought I knew better, but I guess this is why I I have these dads on, right? Uh, And literally that night and since that night, she has not slept really through the night. She's up she's crying in the middle of the night we've had to now we'll wake her up and take her out of the bassinet a couple of different nights to like feed her in the middle of the night which probably isn't the best idea because now she knows that if she cries in the middle of the night she's gonna get some food and doesn't have to wait until 7 30 8 o'clock in the morning um and it's just been it's been crazy And it's especially crazy when you go out with a bunch of friends on a Saturday night and you think that it's going to be all cool when you come home and uh, you wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning to a crying baby and then have to be up all day. Jeez, this weekend was not fun. But, uh, you know, this too shall pass, I guess. And it's all a learning experience, right? This This is the experiences. So, you know, now... We're dealing with the fact that we are going down to Maryland to go see my wife's family for Thanksgiving. Uh, and it's the first trip that we're taking with the baby. And so I really pray to God that this sleep thing passes. Last night she had a good sleep. But I really hope this sleep thing passes because if she we going to be sleeping in a hotel, it's going to be all different, all new. And, uh, you know, only God knows what she is going to be doing. Um, and I just pray to God that, that it all works out. Uh, hopefully the hotel didn't lie to me when they say they had a crib and you know, if not, we got the pack in place and hopefully, you know, she won't be freaking out all day and all night. I'm petrified to bring her on this trip. And that leads me to, you know, that that's been what week, 16 a fatherhood has been has been regressing back to you know basically week six seven eight when she was not sleeping through the night and they say i was looking it up and they say that this is this is a real thing ari did not lie you know at at about four months they start doing this sleep regression where they just kind of because they're now evolved into a little bit more people more of people um you know, their mind is working, it's working overtime, and they don't want to be, stay, they don't want to stay still, you know, they, they tend to have a harder time napping, so if they, you know, you were putting them down for naps for two, three hours at a time, well, God bless you if they, if they stay, stay to sleep for three hours, but, you know, if they were sleeping for two, two hours at a time, you know, uh, during naps... During this regression, it now kind of cuts back to an hour to 45 minutes, you know, then obviously the waking up in the night, the whining in the night, wanting to be comforted, you know, so we try different methods of, you know, they say to kind of to help with that and and have them uh, entertain themselves or do self-soothing. You know, we've been trying to take her arms out of the sleep sack um, or or the, the swaddle that we have her in so she can do that with her. That just wakes her up even more. Now she like thinks she's fucking playing, and she just wants to move around and, and swing her arms around and, and and flail everywhere and kick her legs up. I don't know what we're gonna do, man. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna need to slip something in this girl's bottle. Just joking, but really, um, but, but you know, hopefully, hopefully it'll pass. It, they do say that it's just a temporary thing, and once you it, continue to to push through and continue the schedule that she's on, she should revert back to sleeping correctly. Um, But it's all about the maturation uh, of their mind, and that's why they regress, right? Um, And that maturation has been no more prevalent, and I say it every week that it becomes more and more prevalent, but it has been no more prevalent in my daughter than this week. And I say that because... This is really the first week that she is becoming like and we we've noticed that she's becoming an emotional being. You know, it was very in the, in the past and my dad's out there, mom's out there, parents out there or you know even people that aren't parents yet that that have been around kids and or been around infants and newborns whatever, you they're not emotional beings. They don't understand the concept of emotion. They don't they don't understand. They have no concept of what it is, right? So Everything is kind of, I don't want to say task-oriented, but for lack of a better term, it's task-oriented, right? They, want, they, they cry because they want their bottle. They cry because they want a pacifier. They cry because they want that toy that is over there. They cry because they want to sleep. Cry because they need to change their diaper. Cry because they're cold or uncomfortable, etc there's a methodology for why they're crying which is much different than the day-to-day life and activities of of a regular you know grown up adult right we we get emotional we rela- we react mostly on emotions and not towards any sort of methodology this week she has started to act in an emotional manner and i say that because she's now getting and it really happened for the first time um not this past weekend but the weekend before and I thought nothing of it until it started happening more normally throughout this week but uh or more consistently throughout this week but you know it happened the first time we were out with a bunch of friends and you know one of my wife's friends and their baby and and a friend of theirs that came in from out of town who aurora was meeting for the first time and when we tried to pass her off for him to hold her she got so upset and sad. It wasn't that she was scared of like, who is this new person? I told you last week or two weeks ago, she just laughs and smiles at everybody. And she was laughing and smiling at him when my wife or I was holding her. But once we like made the handoff, she got so upset. It was like she was, it felt like she was being like, torn apart from a part of herself and you could see the reaction in her face about how sad and upset she was to not be with mommy or daddy or a comfortable person in general, you know, and this is carried on now throughout this week where, you know, I-, I I noticed even like last night, um my my father-in-law came over to-, to watch the baby while I had to go run out and do some things and when I just left her with him, she started getting so upset red fa- and red face crying, not like the screaming cry, like, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. It was like a, I'm so sad, like, why are you leaving me type of a cry. And it was like, Heart-wrenching, man. It was so, like, it, like, hit me in in the gut of my stomach to see her like that. I didn't even want to leave. And then I find out that she did it earlier in the day when my wife was over at my in-laws. And my wife just went to the bathroom. And our daughter is with our in-laws, my in-laws, all the time. And my wife, like, went to the bathroom. And she just started crying. Tears down the front of her face. Red cheeks. Like, crying from, like, just... Being the, the realization that she was being separated from her mom, and then you know the the previous story from me, and it is crazy. And then this morning, we went. We we officially rolled her enrolled her in daycare. She starts in January, and we went to go take a final tour of the daycare that we're going and meet some of the assistants that are going to be working with her. Just we want to know who's going to be around our daughter. You know what I mean? And you could see she was smiling at them. But then like, it was like something hit her and she thought, oh my God, are they about to give me to these people that I've never met? And she started getting like upset in her face. Like she looked like she was about to cry. My wife still had her in the carrier, but she looked like she knew, it was almost as if she knew that we were about to like give her to these people. And again, she was going to be separated. Um, And that maturation is So upsetting to watch, obviously, because she's crying, but it's a beautiful thing to watch because it's the first time that you see your child becoming an emotional being. And I think that's what separates humans from, you know, other life forms and other mammals separates us from apes, right? Is that we are able to express a full range of emotions and she's finally learning how to do that. Or she's finally learned how to do that and understanding that concept. And while it's very sad, like I said, it's so interesting to, to watch. Um, And you'll, you'll hear, I I talked to my, my buddy Don on, on the guest segment uh, uh, this week and you hear what he says about, that's one of his favorite things about fatherhood is is seeing the development of of your child. And this was this week was definitely that that really resonated with me and really hit me um, because you can see this emotion and this real just realness to her personality coming out. It's not just all bubbles and smiles uh, and spit up and poopy. It's real emotion. And with that emotion comes love and comes sadness and all that stuff. I am not looking forward to when it becomes anger. So I'm going to try as long as I can to not use the word no around her because as soon as she learns that, daddy's in trouble. Um, but that's what week 16 was, man. It was the emotional development of my daughter, um, and, I, and it's something you never think about. You never think about these things. Um, and, and, and when you're on the outside looking in, it's all, she's crying, crying is crying or whatever, but it's not. This is, it's now, it's different. And um, it's it's very, very, very interesting. And it's an emotional experience for you as a parent to see it happen. Um, so that's that's what it is that's that's week 16 in a nutshell um the the remainder of this week is going to be spent uh on her first overnight trip down to maryland for thanksgiving um so that is going to be an adventure y'all wish me godspeed and good luck because i'm gonna need it goddamn right i will um and and that's what it is and speaking of that like i said in the top happy thanksgiving to everybody you know take this time this time this year, more than ever, I will be taking the time to reflect on the things that I'm thankful for. Um, it's been a beautiful, wild and crazy year, wild and crazy adventure, um, and, and there's so much to be thankful for. So, I, you know, I, hopefully everybody out there, y'all do the same thing, um, you know, take some time this week to, to think about what you're thankful for, uh, because we all have several things that you may not think about um, to be thankful for, and and it's a beautiful thing to to give that thanks to the people and to the things that you are thankful for. So make sure you do that. Little piece of advice from me: I don't normally give advice on this. I get it from other people, but I'm gonna give that advice. Dads, especially, you know, take this time to 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 really appreciate your wife, your kid, your in laws, your parents, who, your your support system, whoever it is, because um, this is a special time for all of us. So you know. That's all for, that's all for this segment of the show. Um, you know, like I said, to connect on the dadhood, uh, fatherhood, brotherhood dadhardpod at gmail.com, the Instagram at dadhardpod, uh, your Facebook, facebook.com slash dadhardpod. You know, hit me up, keep sending comments, keep sending DMs. Um, I have some really cool guests coming up for you guys in the next few weeks that are not just my friends, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we're, we're expanding, expanding the network and expands every day. This fatherhood brotherhood is beautiful. But yes, we have some really cool guests coming up next week and a Um, hopefully a big surprise for you guys on the guest segment uh, next week. So tune in, same dad, hard time, same dad, hard place. Um, And until then, keep dadding hard, keep momming hard, keep parenting hard. And if you ain't a parent, Keep listening hard to Dad Hard with the podcast. This is episode 11. We're going to jump into the musical break, and then we're going to jump on to the guest segment as usual. I got one of my best friends, Jason Sokol. I call him Don. Um, he's coming up, talk about some really interesting things about being the primary caretaker for his daughter, which I will start being as of next week uh, for the month of December. So uh, it's a really cool conversation. Enjoy. Again, Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening. And we'll catch y'all on the other side.
0: It's convenient these heathens be speaking about me. But thinking tip my DIC i I'm trying to handle my B-I-Z. And become notorious like B-I-G. Speech breeze by me. Like I'm deaf for else I don't hear. Cause you mumbled under breaths. Either way, I can decease the beef, cause the game is mine. You just lease the streets. Yeah, yeah, you rented it, yeah, you're my tenant, and yeah, you're too tenanted. ain't just jealous cause your boy's a player. I'm sinning when it is single, how the fuck you blame him? And I got chips stacked like lace potatoes. What you chokes mediocre, and mine's the greatest. See the stash? with all your hate flakes are, so eat your words up, or else make me painless. back in the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fine right, right. Remember back in the days before you had brains or cared about your ways Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fine right, right. Remember the sandbox, little leap ball Felt like the sand lock I was the Bambino, the salt on a swap. And that was more like Benny the Jet. No up, but yet Pops tell us to drink up like this to put some hair in your chest. That was before we knew how to stare at some breast. So when you caught your first bad pain I was the best. The first me in it from With Trump. Episode I'm eleven of
1: Dad Hard with a podcast. And as always, you know that when we come back from the musical break, it's time for the guest segment of the show. This week, I'm kind of following in the trend a little bit of what we talked about last week, episode 10 with my buddy Ari, Um, and I'm talking to another very close friend of mine. Yes, this is becoming a normal thing, and I hope you guys love it, and and I'm just going to talk to my friends who are dads. This is fucking great, Um, but I'm talking to another really good friend of mine. We went to college together, same fraternity, then lived together after college um, for one, two years in Chicago. Um... And, you know, we had babies. He's about a year ahead of me, uh, almost to the day, about about a month, 13 months probably ahead of me. Um, And he was in New York. And now he's taken his entire family and situation and moved across the fucking country. Um, And not only that. His wife is a brilliant doctor and so he's also like the sole uh, or the, the primary caretaker for his daughter and I just thought it, this is such a fucking interesting thing because you do not hear about this a lot of times coming from dads. So with no further ado and backstory, I let him talk about the backstory and we'll get into the conversation but welcome my buddy Jason Sokol uh, but before I, before I introduce him fully, you will be hearing me call him Don a lot on this show. <laughs> because that's just, that's what we call him. He is, he's, he's Don. You know what I mean? So just know I'm talking to Jason, but we call him Don. So don't get confused. You know what I mean? But anyway, Jason, Sokol, Donnie, how are you, bro?
2: Man, that was quite the introduction. Thank <laughs> you, man. You know, I try to, to be, uh, to
1: be here man I'm, ha- I'm happy that we were that we were finally finally able to connect I know we we're supposed to do this a couple of days ago and you know my wife got sick and everything like that and it's like her last couple of days before she that she has the baby before she goes back to work so it's been like a little bit intense
2: um oh, and you're, stuff oh, like you're, that. Saying, you're saying it's hard to schedule things when you have a kid yeah, <laughs> yeah, that right? yeah, yeah, yeah. just a little
0: bit just a little bit
1: yeah, it, 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 it's, a, it's, a little, it's a little tough. For those of you listening that don't have kids and get mad at me that I can't schedule shit with you, this is exactly why, because there's this <laughs> thing called a kid that makes things difficult. I had to push this, this interview back about 30 minutes because I had to put my daughter to sleep early. Uh, but anyway, Donnie, man, how are you, man? How's L.A. treating you? I'm
2: good, I'm good. L.A., the, the weather's beautiful. I was actually just back in New York recently. And it was, I don't know, 20 and freezing yes, and... Not gonna lie, it's uh, not so bad to be out
1: here. I can imagine that weather must be uh, the weather must be fantastic. I bet you Luna, uh, your your little daughter, is probably loving the weather out there a lot more than she was back here.
2: That's for sure, and, and she also doesn't really like to wear anything with sleeves. So this has been, you know, much more conducive. Uh, it is, it is. I'm not, you'll, you'll see as uh, as Rory gets older. Uh, it, it's a whole challenge in and of itself to toss on the long sleeve shirt, the sweater, the hat, the glove. Oh, the, the sleeves. And, uh, yeah, I get to skip all of that being out here. Yeah, so that's great.
1: Nice. Because the sleeves are literally Aurora's worst nightmare. Like, I, can, like, I literally... Can, like, even to put on her like pajamas right like just now before we got on got on the call and um and i was putting her down to sleep and had to put her pajamas on whatever she was freaking out because she number one she was overtired but number two she, like she <laughs> hates putting on fucking sleeves it's like the
0: anything, existence.
2: over the head yeah then it goes on yeah. the arms yeah little, little will just sit down and start screaming it's like yeah. all right all right all right
1: yeah right. It is. It's it's wild. The sleeves. I never. And you never think about that right before you're actually like in the muck. You, you never think that like your your kid is gonna freak out about putting on sleeves. You know Dude, what I mean? I, I I I like roll them back so like
2: she can use her hands. She starts yelling. I'm like I'm trying to help yeah, you right. here. Right.
1: And yeah. then and then on top of the sleeves, like when you're in New York, you got to put on. Now it's jacket weather, right? Putting on the fucking jackets. Oh my god, it's like it's impossible. You know, it's, it's impossible. Yeah, right exactly right right. let's just let's just stay home we'll do tummy time in the house like it'll be great hang here
2: <laughs> got
1: free spirit time <laughs> hang out your diaper exactly yeah we'll just play naked on the, on the, on the, on the play mat watch on Sesame Street it'll be all all grits and gravy man and let Elmo take yeah. care of you for a couple of hours no, I, I guess i should I, it's probably a good idea But we've tried to like cut that back like while she's like eating or while like we're like trying to do like tummy tom or like teach her like roll over or do do things like that um we've we've tried the to limit like it like that
2: they, they get fascinated right by yeah. anything you know, they're, like, they're, like you said they see their hands like oh my god what is that i can control this it's almost like watching like uh you know, like a like like a like an adult, like on mushrooms or acid or something.
1: It's like, whoa, it, what is this? It's so but true. But it's like
2: everything, you know.
1: It's such a it's such a good call. That's such like a perfect yeah. like like a, such a perfect analogy. It's like everything they do for the first time. Like she's now just discovering her feet. So like I took her like she was like looking at her feet in socks, and I took her sock off, and she saw toes, and she was like mind blown. It was like, it was her mind like literally exploded in her head. It was so crazy. And then she looks at the other foot and sees that it has a sock on it and she doesn't understand like why is this toes and why is this, it's, it's so funny watching them like go through these progressions of like complete like mental explosion,
0: you know? Yeah. Um, I honestly
2: think it's like one of my favorite parts for sure. about having a kid is, is sort of like trying to you know like live vicariously through them and like what they're discovering, for you sure. Know, like moment by moment,
1: you know, for sure. It's really, it's really fast, for sure. Um, it, it's yeah, it's all it's all beautiful. But um, you know, the reason the reason I really wanted to talk to you beyond like you know being being a good friend of mine and also having a kid and that's what I like to do on this show apparently is talk to my friends about <laughs> having kids. But um, uh, uh, I really want to talk to you because like your situation is like double interesting. You not only because like you moved like you didn't like start away from everything you moved everything fully literally as far away from everything as possible your whole family's here her whole family's here all your friends are here i know you have a good group of friends we have a good group of friends out there in la also but like you picked up and moved everything like that and then on top of that in doing that you also now became like your your wife is a is a is a doctor, so like you know you now became the primary caretaker day in day out all day for your daughter. And I'm actually going to be taking over those reins in about mm, ten days. You know, starting in December, like I'm gonna be doing that. So this is actually like well, yeah, just... if, you,
2: if you figure out. You figure out how to do it. Let me know. I'm
1: still still trying to figure that out. Well, well, that's why that's that's why this is good that we're having this conversation, right? Maybe we can figure <laughs> it out together, and then we'll be like the perfect combination, Dad. You know what I mean? But yeah, there we go. You know, but you don't, you don't, you just don't see a lot of things like aimed towards dads um being the number like the primary caretaker and it's becoming more prevalent now nowadays whether it's dads that aren't working and you know mom is the breadwinner or whatever of a single of a single uh, income family or you know dad works from home or like is intermittently you know employed being a part-time consultant or on specific jobs whatever it's just becoming more and more prevalent that dads are the primary caretakers for kids yet There's nothing aimed at them to do that, like to like focused on them. There are plenty of mommy and me groups and and classes and all that shit. But like, you know, like I asked my wife the other day, she went to a mommy and me bar class. I was like, can I now take Rora to that? And she's like, no, you're a guy. It's only for women. And I was like, well, that's kind of fucked up. It's like reverse sexism. Yeah, so, exactly. So, how are you dealing? Like, how are you dealing with that? Is there more options like that in LA, or is that still the same thing out there that it is here? And how are you going about kind of like dealing that and planning out your days and and what you're going to do as far as those different types of classes and support groups or whatever? Sure,
2: sure. Um, yeah, you know, and you know, I do want to sort of just say like, I, like I feel very fortunate for the position I'm in, you know, my, um, I have my own company, you know, with, with one of our good buddies. Um, and it sort of affords me the opportunity to, you know, get to be the primary caretaker, which, um, you know, which is really awesome. And, um, you know, my wife, she's a, um, orthopedic surgeon, um, you know, and so she's doing her fellowship right now. And that's why we're out in California, um, you know, for, for, for a year. And, um, you know, and she's doing like 18 to 20 hour days, you Jesus know, Christ. like weeks at a time. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, you know, I, a lot of that sort of fallen to me. Um, but to your point, you know, it's, I'll go online and I'll try and get some ideas, you know, what, what, what do we do before daycare? What do we do after daycare? Um, you know, what, what things are sort of around to, to go check out? And, you know, something I've definitely noticed is, is how often, you know, I, I, I like to cook and, uh, you know, I, I was noticing, I'm, I'm just, Luna loves croissants, right? So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I can't be like giving her a croissant every day. I, I, I got to find something healthy to make for her. For sure. So I'm looking up rec- looking up recipes, find a, a great paleo bread thing. And I look at the URL and it's like paleomom.com. And everything is phrased, you know, according to sort of the mom, you know, everything yep. is sort of about the mom. Yep. I, the closest thing I can compare it to is, is sort of like, you know, I imagine the experience for, you know, girls and women growing up is that everything is so frequently in, you know, male dominated, he, this, 100%. he, that, you 100%. know, his, this, his, that. And so on some level, like, you know, I just end up like flipping the, the the terminology in my head, like, okay, this is for, you know, dad, you know, this is what you should do. And, you know, I just trying to like sort of like do that mental, uh, that mental switch, but um, you know, and, and part of it just kind of getting over that. It's like, okay, this is the reality, you know, Traditional gender roles are changing, um, and it's 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 good that there are all these you know resources out there for for moms for sure, and and sort of using them you know for myself and being a dad. But you know, the reality is, it would be really really great if there was more things out there um, that were sort of written from the dad's perspective. And you know, sometimes there are just different things that you might want to do with your kid as a dad versus a mom. Um, it really doesn't matter what the gender of the of the kid is. One hundred percent. You know, and um, so I end up just improvising a lot, um, and and yeah, you know, I, I do find myself pretty frequently, um, you know, I'll be out with a group of moms and their kids. It's oh, very, you do very do that. Like,
1: you do you do do the mommy like you you go to the mommy group stuff.
2: Not even intentionally. I'll just go to events like you know even the playground, whatever the hell it is. You know, library, um, and consistently, you know, if there's a bunch of kids there it's generally other moms, you know? For sure, of course. Um, in fact, I, sometimes I wonder, like, are people, like, looking at me like, who's this guy with this kid, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm the dad, I'm the dad, I swear. Um, See, and, that's
1: gonna be uh, fucked uh, up for me because, like, you know, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit darker-skinned. I mean, I'm, like, light-skinned, dark-skinned, but, like, I'm darker-skinned, my, and my daughter is, like, full-fledged white, like, her... her yeah like people are definitely going to be looking at mom's definitely going to look at me and be like who is that guy with this girl get him away from her all the
2: I yeah, just... call it like Amber Alerts like someone's got to find this kid's parents uh, <laughs> but yeah you know it's really like it, it as much as I think we've changed sort of as a society uh, certain things are, are, are kind of lagging and um You know, I think it was—it was always going to happen, right? You get more women in the workforce, and um, you know, my opinion—I think women are probably better suited for a lot of roles. One
1: hundred percent.
2: You know, and that's probably why so many dads are becoming the primary caretaker. Um, People are like, no, I'd rather you know hire a woman than than this annoying man over here. (laughs) Um, And so we we all end up in this position, like, okay, you know, and and for me, again, like I feel very fortunate to be in this role, but. Um, I definitely would love to have more things out there, you know, dad meetups,
1: you know, for sure. things like that. For sure. Um, so, see, like I just so like <laughs> I just joined, like lucky, lucky for me, you know, uh, for the month of December, I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the primary caretaker for Aurora before we put her in daycare in January, and um, I uh, like I just joined, um, and I'm lucky, like I said, I just joined a like the Park Slope Parents Paternity Leave Dad group, so <laughs> like there's like a dad like midday, like, happy hour meetup, it's not really happy hour, it's at 1230, but, you know, we can call it happy hour, because we're dads, and we have kids, and we can do whatever we want, but we can, uh, um, but, like, so I'm, like, going to that, to, like, go meet all these dads that are also in, like, my type of position, um, which, like, I'm excited about, but, like, I'm looking at these classes and stuff, you know, because like, na- you know, my wife has been taking her to, to music classes and different Gymboree classes. And, you know, I went to one of the Gymboree classes a couple weeks ago with her just to like check it out, see what the deal was. Um, I had like some opening in my schedule and I went and like it was just my wife, the babies and like a bunch of moms and nannies. And like I'm there and they're looking at me like I have four heads. Like, yeah. you, like, you know, like, I, I'm there, like, with my wife and my daughter. You know what I mean? And, like, they're just looking right. at me like I have to it, It's almost like a,
2: like a what... It's like a what happened to this guy. Yeah. The mom's not here, you know? That, right. That sometimes, like, the, the energy, like, I, I feel, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, it, so, we're, like, in, in New York and L.A., right? I mean, if any if anywhere it's going to be more common, you know, I would think it's sort of, like, in, you know, urban areas like that. So
1: Which also shocks kind of me that there's not more options or, like, more, yeah. like actual you know events honed like like uh uh uh, baby and dad events that you can go to and in you know you would think at new york la chicago maybe you would think that they would be like Progressive. I can't believe I'm. I'm a guy using the word fucking progressive. Who are the fuck, like you know what the fuck? But um, uh, like I, I you'd think that those places would be more progressive to have those type of options more readily available. And like from what I see, they they really just are very few and far between. It's really all aimed towards the mom, which like makes sense. But like still, it could be, it could you be know. like
2: our gender. Like our gender just lazier, maybe like but we're just like worse at at like you know assembling <laughs> like, well that's things, also you know?
1: that's also what my what my wife is like petrified about is that like she's just gonna leave and like i'm just gonna be sitting with aurora on like the couch like <laughs> all day you know like like she's a shake like, babe what are you gonna do with aurora while i'm gone are you just gonna like be sitting here on your phone i'm like what are you talking about like that what do you mean of course not like it's i'm like, gonna be you know like i but i feel like you know, I'm gonna i
2: am mean, we to go like, like gladiator once or twice it's really <laughs> cool she loves it
1: Don't worry, she, yeah, she, her favorite, her favorite person is now Russell Crowe, sorry babe, like, (laughs) um, but, but, it's, it's crazy, but how, like, beyond that type of stuff, how's the experience been for you, because, like, beyond, like, all that type of stuff, you know, you obviously get to spend so much quality time with yeah. uh, with with Go your ahead. daughter, which is also something that, you know, most guys are not afforded the opportunity to do or they don't necessarily want the opportunity to do. But, you know, um, that was like I told my buddy, I told my buddy Scott the other day that like in, uh, last night, actually, I was texting him and I told him that, you know, December, I'm going to start being primary caretaker and normally you like you would think that a guy would come back to you and say like oh god are you ready for that or like what does or say something about and the first thing he says is like that's awesome more daddy daughter time and i was like you know what that is awesome because it's ultimate daddy daughter time so how are you like finding the experience in general like are you just loving it yeah so i i feel like you
2: know and and this this sort of might be like a uh, a, a function of Luna just being so awesome. Um, like, she's really just a great baby and, like, great kid. Yeah. Um, you know, she's, she's just funny. I feel like I feel like what nobody tells you, everybody sort of warns you about all, like, the, the, the difficult things about having a kid. Of course. What I didn't, what I didn't hear that much was um, how much, like, joy and, like, just like laughter. Like she's hilarious. Yeah. Like she is so funny. Yeah. You know? And I I just find myself just around her. At the end of the day, it was like the, the time I spend with her is so much richer than really any other time I spend. And trust me, I love my wife, I love my friends, I love my family. But there's just like a, a, a richness to the experience. And we, we can literally like do nothing. Like we you know, when we were in New York, we just go to Central Park, I just park her stroller. We put a blanket down and just like lay there for like three hours. She's crawling around. She's feeling the grass. You know, uh, birds are flying by. Kids are running around and like, it is just such, uh, it's just so so meaningful.
0: All
1: right. So writing in my notebook notes, take Aurora to Central Park and let
0: her feel grass. (laughs) Dude, even like,
2: (laughs) you know, she's also just very curious. Yeah. So, you know, she could spend an hour just playing with, like the construction of the stroller, you know, like, why is oh, this here? Why is this there? Oh, well, that's um, intense. Definitely, definitely have some food with you, you know, that oh, always yes. helps, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, that's, that's also like a big part of it. Um, you know, just, just trying as much as possible um, to make things easy on yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, what I mean by that is like, um, you know, the night before, right? Right. Pack the diaper bag, you know, try and think through, you know, plan every single detail. What what time, you know, nap time, planning that out, uh, planning out meals, having bottles ready to go, having backup formula. Um, You know, somebody told me kind of early on when when we had Luna, um, you can't really wing it with a kid. Um, And if you try, it will be very chaotic. And, And it's chaotic for them, too, you know. They can sense your energy, and so the more I could really, like, plan out every single thing, okay, we're going to walk this way, when we get there, we're going to take the subway back, um, just, like, having everything planned out, and it just, like, so smooth and fun for them and you, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so yeah that would probably be one of my biggest pieces of advice, just, like, anticipation and planning makes everything go much more smoothly, like, for all parties.
1: Interesting. Two things that I'm not very good at. Thanks, Don. I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, uh, dude, you, you, let me tell you something. If you want to have more kids, uh, people tell me, like, you, you almost feel like a, like a professional, like, project planner, you know? Not to, uh, actually, makes me think of one more thing. There isn't enough, like, software. I mean, let, let alone ideas, you know, for, for what dads can do uh, with their kids, yeah, there really should be some more apps out there. 100%. Um, to make, you know, maybe that's like, maybe this is like the next thing we'll do together. There's like <laughs> fatherly.
1: It, it, literally, there's like fatherly, fatherly and that's I like it. Seen yeah, well, i never sign up for it for some reason. Ah, it's not that, honestly, no offense to fatherly. If you guys are listening, you know what? <laughs> offense to you. It's not that fucking good. I got an email yeah. today saying, here's some sex tips for guys that want to... Yo, I'm a dad. I don't care about fucking sex tips. I'm past that yeah. point in my fucking life. All right? I want to know about, like, how to uh, do something with my kid that, that is going to exactly. be fun for a dad and a, and a like infant a, like, baby like, like to like do. like another
2: version of patty cake. Is there, what, like, right. what, what other games and songs we play? Yeah, right, exactly. I, I, I feel like you sort of have a a leg up relative to most people like with your music background. You know, you can always just break into like some raps and some music. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Rory will be
1: entertained for hours. Oh, now. I sing her, I sing her, I, I, I say I sing her, but I lip sing her, uh, uh, let's stay together, uh, every single, every single morning. Uh, like Amazing. I, she, yeah, she like loves while I'm like changing her diaper before we feed her. I like sing her the, the let's stay together, the Al Green. And she just like loves it. I like, she, it, yeah. she just like loves music in general. So like we do, you know, my wife's been taking her to this music class and I went this week. So like, I'll continue to do that with her you know i have a i have a home girl that that recently had a had a baby i think she's like six weeks ahead of us so like we're gonna do like a weekly play date you know uh with 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 her son and 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 my daughter um and and things like that and i'm just trying to like i'm trying to think about it because like everything is so just so mommy oriented and i'm like come on man like throw me a bone here you know
2: (laughs) and look maybe maybe people like us need to be the ones to sort of lead. You know, some Absolutely. Of that content and some of those ideas and For sure. um, you know and uh, look there's some like practicality to it too um, you know in terms of like you know I don't know about you but like being a married guy like I'm not necessarily hanging out with like the opposite sex all that often you know without like my wife present right and so you know you, you have to sort of be willing to like it doesn't just be like with like, a Just like other parents, just a parent, Um,
1: right? It doesn't even need to be just dads. Like, let's have like a new, not let's not have a mommy and me. Why don't we have a parent and me? Exactly,
2: using some of that language. Yeah, Yeah.
1: like again, it's so. I feel like I've. Feel like it's just like a man to be like, be like, no, you can't have just mommy and me. It has to be include both of us. But meanwhile, yeah, like it, you were like talking about, all the only <laughs> area yeah. that,
2: that that's yeah. like men have like yeah.
1: But you know, actually to go back to what you were saying about how all like the mommy and mommy language or whatever is and uh, um but like then all the other language around uh, around babies is always like he 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 i actually get so mad i, I would be i'll Damn. be like, reading books and because my because i have a daughter right so like when i'm reading a baby book and it's like so take him up and change his diaper i'm like why do you have to be, why does it have to be his diaper? I don't know. It, no, like
2: I, sw- I just switched the language. I'll just And yeah. I say, I see, he, I just say she. Yeah. This book, Boss, Boss Baby, yeah. which for the record is a hilarious book. You should definitely get it. I book. think I have it. Um, it is so funny. But, um, but you know, he's a, he's a boy. And so I'm reading to Luna. I'm like, well, Luna's gonna, Luna's yeah. already about boy, And, uh, you know, why can't it just be in, in, you know, Positioned as as a woman, you know. Yeah. And, and there, these are things like we you know we probably never thought about it until having a daughter. No, for sure. Um, so, so I have one other uh, piece of advice um, on like the what to do during the day. You know, was, I can't remember where I read this, but another thing I read was like, don't. Comp- you know, you want your child to adapt to your life. Like you don't want your entire life to change and adapt to them. Obviously, when you first have your kid, you know, and um, and they're breastfeeding, you know. Uh, you're getting up in the middle of the night and all this different stuff. And, you know, yes, your life is going to sort of adjust to that. But, you know, within like three months or so, you know, they start to be in a position that like you can take them places. Yeah. And I, I just started to ask myself, like, why can't I go to the grocery stores? Or her? Why can't I go watch the Ravens games with, you know, with my buddies? Why can't I go out to dinner and just, just take her with me? And again, all those times, you know, my wife is usually working. So um I did have to go solo. You know, even if a bunch of friends were getting together for dinner with their significant others, I'd be like, all right, Luna's my date tonight. So yeah, you know, sure. bring her along. You know, but but it really requires like forcing yourself and sort of just changing that mentality. Um, like, yeah, why why can't I bring her? You know, unless yeah. like they're carding at the door, um, you you really don't have to change your life that much. Yes, is it a little bit different? You might have to run to the bathroom and change their diaper. They might have a total meltdown, and maybe you have to leave for but sure. for the most you know, but for the most part, you know if you if you kind of take that mentality like no like they 're going to adapt to my life it 's better for
1: them too, yeah you know? well, they Here's get to understand I, the I, normalcy of of things, and the, I, you know I actually think that it actually helps to mature them a little bit more when you 're doing like real life stuff with them. Um, because they like uh, not only are they are they seeing more of the world and, diff- and are able to interact with different things you know than they're just like just like other babies or like playmats or you know whatever um you know they're they're able to interact with different things and have these different experiences where They're all everything that they see and they experience is all triggering stuff in their head at this point right now, right? You know what I mean? It's all everything they're
2: they're hearing, Uh, right? Conversations you're having with your friends. Um, I, you know, I I also read somewhere, um, you know, a big factor that that makes things like not an equal playing field uh, between between kids is the amount of words that they hear uh, in their first year, you know. And, um, that, I guess the a that's good thing say, Aurora's
1: like, dad likes to talk a lot because, you know, <laughs> <laughs>
2: she hears a lot of um, loving words. Yeah, um, but that's what I say read to your kid, even if they obviously are not going to be able to read yet, still read to them. Yeah. You know, have phone conversations when they're in the room um, because the number of words that they're hearing has a huge impact on their development. Interesting. Um, so exactly, to so like bring them out to like the things that you're going to do anyway onto the subway, out to the grocery store, out to a restaurant, whatever it might be, you know, they're just kind of like shadowing you and like learning about life, you know, through you
0: yeah.
2: rather than just like sitting at home all the time. Yeah. And um, yeah. so, so I, I definitely noticed myself a lot where if I started to feel like, nah, that's like just, it's too hard. And you know, I'd be like, no, like I'm, I'm, gonna just, I'm gonna do it. And, you know, maybe it doesn't go well. And every single time Luna would just behave so well not to mention, like nobody really wants to do anything but play with her. When I would bring her out, she'd be like the center of attention. Um, and um, so, yeah, no, it really requires that, like, um, uh, sort of personal, you know, motivation. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going, I'm going to go out and bring them with me, and not just sit at home.
1: Yeah, I, and I think, I think that's important for them. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like, I. I I always want to bring her everywhere, you know, like, like I said, my wife's been sick this last week, so like, the other day, like, you know, Aurora didn't really get to go outside, so, you know, what did I do? I like, I had to go to the grocery store and go shopping, right? So, I threw her in the carrier, and I just, like, walked around the corner, and I walked around the grocery store, and and she was looking up, you know, she wasn't asleep, so, like, I was, like, showing her, like, this is lettuce, and this is broccoli, and here's a tomato, you see it's red, here, you want to touch it, if you touch it, daddy's going to have to Buy it, but you can still touch it. <laughs> and, you know, like so. You know, like You're all like,
0: that oh, type of stuff. Up on it. Okay. No, <laughs> well, now, now it.
1: Daddy on really it. has to buy it. You know what I mean? Um, uh, so, Wait, like, by the way, so you do, you do, you do the carrier because I could never get used to the carrier because I sweat so fucking much because I'm so
0: goddamn hairy.
2: <laughs> so, so I, I never could do the I could never do the carrier. And you just see like these lines of sweat, basically like an outline of the carrier on me. I, I always went with the uh, the Vista. But uh Uh, carrying her, you
1: know, like so so we live like we live in a New York apartment, right? So like I, I think about every time I go out, if I'm gonna like take her by myself, right? Like if it's a long distance, I'm not gonna like bring her just in a carrier, right? But like if it's like we're just like going to the grocery store or like we're going to like meet up and go do something like for example like when we when you were in town and we all went and had dinner i wanted to just bring her in the carrier it just happened to be that it was like a little bit too far and like she you you saw her she was like a little cranky towards the end so like good thing i had the stroller but like i live in a new york apartment where i have a set of stairs that i have to walk up and down and there are very strict rules that i can't keep my stroller in the lobby or the vestibule whatever on the First floor. Plus, my wife is petrified that if I do that, somebody's going to steal the stroller. Um, and uh, even though we live Maybe in Carroll Gardens, show, Brooklyn, that
2: actually happened to us. We did have our stroller stolen. No way. It's the keys to my car inside, but we can, we can.
1: On another episode. Oh my oh, God, that's okay. crazy! I, I'm gonna have, yeah, to, right. I may have to. I might have to cut that out of this episode so my wife doesn't hear about it because then she'll be even more petrified to be like, "See, babe, I told you, people steal strollers." Right. Uh, but yeah, but like, I for me, the stroller is just a hassle because every time I bring it, I have to bring it downstairs. And then when we get back, I have to bring it upstairs. And if I'm yeah, like I mean, by like, myself,
2: lack of an elevator is like a disaster. That's yeah, insane. I don't even know
1: how you're doing that. Well, it's like listen, there, it's like nine stairs. So like whatever, I like sure, act like sure, I'm sure. like running in the fucking Olympics. I'm like all right, ha, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. and I'm like doing it like super fast, like I'm training for something. But the thing is, like when when I'm by myself or when my wife's by my by herself, taking her and the stroller up. Is very difficult because, like, you have to take her up first. Because, God forbid, you like trip on the stairs and you you (laughs) drop, you know, that you can't have her in the stroller while you're going up that. So, like, you have to take her up, then you have to figure out a place where she's gonna be comfortable sitting or or laying for a few minutes. And if she's like cranky and like doesn't wanna be laying down because she's just been laying in the stroller for two hours, you know, like, she's that's not gonna be that easy to like because then you gotta go run down and grab the stroller. Huh? It's
2: it's crazy how much you have to think through. Yeah. you know every single thing. Like even what you just said there. Where where can I put her down? Like once we get to the top of that, yeah. like do I have to go back down? To stay, you know. Yeah. Um Somebody somebody told me once that uh, when you have a kid, you do like 300 more tasks a day. Um, which I definitely believe. That's but it, not right. It really? Yeah, it really um, changes your um not changes it really like uh you know um not stresses but like amplifies your your skills or lack thereof yeah of like you know putting yourself in the future thinking about how this is going to go so i I think i've been able to like strengthen those skills by having a kid but uh yeah definitely not easy that's for
1: sure no that's it, it it really isn't um Uh, Well, it's really tough. You you know what? I guess, like I said, I'm not that good of a planner. But, you know, I guess you do have to kind of learn, you know, um, to do that. Or you just can't have a kid because you need to (laughs) think about those types of things, you know. But anyway, Don, I know that you got to run here in a couple of minutes probably to pick up your daughter and be a dad, you know, for for the rest of the day. So what I want to do is... um, uh, uh, I always ask everybody two questions before that, that I have on the show. So number one is, uh, is what is your favorite experience or favorite thing so far um, about being a dad?
2: Ooh. Um, favorite thing. Um, the first thing that jumped into my head was uh, we do um, work from home Fridays at, at my company. And so um, in New York... We used to do um, Friday was always Daddy Daddy Luna Day, and um, so every Friday I planned something different, uh, you know, for us to, to go and do. Uh, it could just be like going going to Barnes and Noble and hanging out there. Which, yeah. which by the way, Barnes and Noble is an amazing, amazing like option.
0: Uh, yeah, they do some cool they, stuff uh, for kids.
2: Parent. Dude, they got like the whole stroller area. You can park your stroller. Um, it's really really great. But um, so yeah, just like yeah, those days, you know, that we got to spend like one-on-one time together every single day, uh, were were really really special. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think, like, a favorite thing. Um, you know, I, I think it's really cool seeing them. You know, like, like you know, they're they're, they're you and your wife, right? Um, yeah. you know, and like seeing parts of yourself in them or, like, seeing parts of your wife in them, um, you know, be it by nurture or nature, you know, um, and and how they sort of mimic some of that, you know, Luna, like, loves dancing. Um, oh. You know, she's now, she's like, what, she's 13 months
0: old, she's now spitting and that, she learned how to spin. Oh, and God. She, like, do it, like, five,
2: five times in a row and then fall on the ground dizzy, <laughs> uh, which is kind of hilarious, but, um, you know, but just, like, seeing that part of her personality coming out, she's so funny. She's so full of energy. You know, there, there are parts of her that are just like me, and there are parts of her that are just like my wife. Um, you know, I, I think if if you, as as a parent, can appreciate, um, like almost like intellectually, like like what what's happening. You know, like a like a human being was birthed in your wife's body, and That's then so is now coming into the I mean, the the, the speed that she's growing, that she's learning is just, it's just fascinating, you know? Things I just never really appreciated or even thought about when I was younger, um, you know, I have a younger sister, obviously it was a very different experience, you know, watching her grow up, Um, you know, it was more us, like, fighting with each other.
0: uh, Well, I was just
1: about to say, you got to fight, your you know, you get to, like, pick on your sister, you can't pick on your daughter.
2: I'm not, like, like, fascinated by her, like, you know, I'm like, why, why, you know? What did she start singing? I don't want her singing all the time. <laughs> very, very different with my, with my daughter. So, um, so, yeah, just sort of like, yeah, watching her grow, seeing her and my wife in her, um, seeing what she's interested in. Yeah. You know, like how, what is she making decisions based on? Hmm. Um, she, sure. she just learned how, like, she likes to, like, she likes to joke. Um, so her newest thing is she does fake outs. So she'll, like, walk over and pretend to, like, give you her stuffed animal. And when you go to reach for it, she turns right, right, away, right around, and, like laughs. That's
1: yeah, so adorable. It's, like, it's over
2: and over again. Oh, it's so adorable. Um, and sometimes she actually fakes me out. Like, oh, oh, like she's about to like give me that food, uh, and then she takes it right back. And it's always kind of uh, kind of hilarious. So. Um, yeah, no, the humor, the joy, I mean, it's really, you know, I could probably give you a million things. That are,
0: Everybody
1: um, can. Yeah. That's why, that's why it's kind of a loaded question, right? Because like you have, like, I'm telling you to pick like one thing and it's, <laughs> very, it's very, it's not like often three. that anybody can just do like one thing, you know? Um, But no, yeah. that's, that's, that's great. Um, the other question is is that because you are ahead of me in this in, in this thing and you know may very well be ahead of like other guys that are that are listening or you know there maybe dads listening that like just like want to get all the advice and, and, and insight that they can from other dads that, that we're talking to here. Um, what would be like your one piece of like advice either for me for, or for just dads out there um, in general based on your experience as a father?
2: Yeah, Um, so I I, I found at times, I'll I'll start to get overwhelmed, like, am I reading to her enough, are we doing enough fun stuff, like, is she having fun, Um, you know, and, and just sort of, like, giving myself, like, too much anxiety, you know, about whether or not I'm being a good dad, and, um, and again, so I, I read somewhere that, like, at the end of the day, your only job, is to like keep them safe yeah. make sure that they're in clean clothes yeah. make sure to give them a bath <laughs> make <laughs> sure to give them a bottle yeah. Like, like, yeah. that is all you are actually responsible for don't go crazy making sure like are we going enough music classes are we going enough like you know uh, to the parks enough are we yeah. like going enough swings and you know like uh, they'd be happy to just sit there and just straight up hang out with you for sure. you know and um and so, just sort of like in the in the moments where she might be crying because she wants to, like, she took something. We're at the grocery store, and she grabs something, and now she wants to take it with her. And I'm like, "We're not buying that seasoning packet." Although we actually did buy that seasoning packet.
0: <laughs> but, uh, but normally, I would take with that back. So,
2: so like in those moments, like where she might start freaking out, you know, just kind of calmly saying to myself, "Like, she's fine. She's safe. She's okay." Like you know, she can get very upset. That's okay. Just like stay calm, uh, and just generally like, kind of keeping my own composure because it can get really hard. Um, you know, especially like uh, the times like where I'm totally by myself from the morning until she goes to bed. Um, you know, but um, so I would say I would say would be my biggest piece of advice. Just you only it's have a good one responsibility.
1: That's a, that's actually a really good one because you know, I, and, and that goes for parents as well, right? Like both parents because I think that's the biggest thing that we all fear as parents right is that are we doing good enough you know yeah. like are we spending enough time are we like you know my, my my wife always says to me is she she she'll always say like 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 are we like neglecting her like if she's just in her swing she'll be like are we like neglecting her right now you know do we we to her enough like so that, that's actually that's a really good one um one of the best ones i've i've i've, I've gotten uh because yeah, it because clarifies. it is true
2: it's, it's true it like
1: yeah, it's true. Yes, all that other stuff is great, but at the end of the day, um, and I talked to my buddy Ari about it on the pod last week, is that like at the end of the day, if you are keeping them alive and safe and fed and clothed, you are doing a good fucking job as a parent. You yeah. know? that's yeah, like,
2: and, and there's nobody that doesn't worry about this stuff. Like, of like was Like um, Jay-Z was on that David Letterman. Um,
0: the Netflix uh, thing. Yeah, yeah.
2: and... Um, you know, they're asking him like any like fears, um, you know, as he like thinks about being a dad and stuff. And he said he is constantly worried about being a good dad. Like yeah. he's re- he really, yeah. he really was worried about being a good dad. We all I'm are. like what? I'm like this is Jay Z, like but, how, you, know, this guy's you know, unbelievably what? accomplished, he's worried about being a good dad. I'm like, what a weird thing to say. And this was before I had Luna, and then after I had Luna, I was like, oh, I totally get totally it. Get like, it. You're, you're, you want to do best. By by your kid and 100%. so um so yeah sort of just keeping a, a, a cool head and, and knowing that you're doing a good job um you know and keeping it
1: simple. Well, I will tell you this, Donnie, okay. that you are doing. I finally met met Luna for the first time when you were in New York a couple couple months ago, and um she, you you were doing a good fucking job. So um, um you're thanks. the man. I appreciate that. And and I appreciate you coming on. just want to do
2: one quick disclaimer here. I, I do want to make sure to make it clear like uh, just you know, or whatever my wife eventually listens, you know, there's no question like it's not like I'm doing everything, right? Of course. You know, as much as she can when she's home, you know, in fact, when she's home, she completely takes over which is so nice, right? She's like, hey, you know, you should go out, you know, even if it's just you or go to your friends, whatever, you know, go take some time and, you know, so from like a partnership perspective, if you're in a relationship where it, it's kind of clear that one person even if it is the mom, you know, is doing the bulk of the work, you know, just be aware like, yeah, even if you're not like full time working, it might be a hell of a lot more difficult actually being a parent. And just, you know, try and sort of balance, um, you know, each other uh, and, and, for and sure. give each other time, you know. For sure. And my wife just does a, an awesome job of like making sure that, um, you know, in those moments when she can be at home and help, uh, you know, does all the diaper changes and all the feedings and really that kind of takes over um so um just wanted, wanted to throw that out there so it well, listen, like I'm like, she she,
1: she understands that you are a you're a damn good trophy husband and a damn good trophy dad <laughs> um we always joke with don about that but but i'm um, not nah, mean you're you're clearly doing a bang-up job um and i'm glad that we were able to connect and and do this, um, but you know, I know, I know you are limited for time on on this run because you I'm have heading to heading to daycare as we yeah. speak. Yeah, uh, I I know all about. That. I'm about to know all about that life very soon. Um, yeah. So again, thank you for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll 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 talk again um, on on the pod. I know we'll definitely talk again yeah. in actual real life. Um, but
0: Dude, thank keep, you, man. Keep
2: it up, man. This this is this is a great thing that you're doing, man. Thank
0: really, you, I appreciate really it.
2: it. And people, um. No, I guarantee you this is providing a lot of help and support. Uh, I hope so. I Don't really know what they're doing,
1: you know. I, I hope so. You know, what I mean, I don't really know what I'm doing, so that's why I get to talk to people like you that are a little bit ahead of me. They can like kind of show me the ropes and everything like that, you know. And so you, uh,
2: you, you, you got you got to like pass a test to drive a car, but somehow they give you a kid and like you get.
1: There's nothing for you to like oh, learn dude. or pass.
2: Or, that is a whole. Really a wild, uh,
1: that's a whole other conversation for a whole another day <laughs> yeah. because it is ridiculous how little information they ask of you to give you a child. It's just
0: ridiculous. Yeah. So like, good luck.
1: Yeah exactly uh, But anyway Donnie Thank you for coming on um, yeah, Go you, go man. handle go, go make it to daycare On time And for the rest of you uh, Thank you for listening To episode 11 Of Dad Hard With a podcast We will be back Same Dad Hard time Same Dad Hard place Next week um, And uh, you know Obviously, as always, if you want to connect with the Fatherhood Brotherhood, shoot me an email, dadhardpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at dadhardpod and the Facebook page, facebook.com slash dadhardpod. And until then,
0: I'll catch y'all next week. Keep doing your thing. Peace. Remember back in the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze. got remember the good times remember back in the times when me and just a kid was fun. Right, right. Remember back in the days before you had brains. Or cared about your waves. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Ain't that the truth, man? Wish I could go back, being a little kid again, man. do. Remember them good times. Everything was free spirit and all that. I'm talking the playground. He was playing on the monkey balls or whatever. Sprinklers. Hydrants going off in the street in the summertime. That home cooking. Can't beat that, man. You remember. Uh-huh. And if not, need to rewind this one. <laughs> I'm out in the days, days before you got blazed and lost in the haze. Remember back.